Welcome to the Off Space Podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most true offer. And it's your favorite co-host, Ezigo Offer, back at it again with another episode. And here on episode 42, we're here to let y'all know I was going to name an NBA player whose number was 42, but I couldn't think of one, so that was a terrible introduction to the podcast. So, Yo, um, is that Donovan? Nah, nah, that's 20, 25 or 42, which is kind of pissing me off right now that that's not off the top of the dome, but I guess he has a few more years for that to become solidified. 45. So that's a few more episodes, just like he has a few more years. But how's your week? Your how was your weekend? Since how was my weekend? Uh, it was good, you know. Uh, the other day, well, it was just yesterday. Had some friends come over. There was a little bit of a kickback at my place. This is Monday. It was relaxing. So it was two so. days ago. Oh yeah, it was two days ago. For <laughs> for everybody that's here when we're recording it, because you know we record on Mondays. But yeah, it was nice. Um, some weird shit happened, but at the end of the day, it was a good experience. And I mean. What better way to kick off the rest of the week? In the most vague way possible, because I didn't really give any details, but just take my word for it, I enjoyed the weekend. One day we're going to get into the fact that Ezigo doesn't enjoy every single day, and he puts on this fake positive thing so that you guys will think that he's Chance the Rapper. Hey, man. I'm not saying I enjoy every day, but I enjoy bits of every day. Oh, my goodness gracious. Why can't you just hate yourself one day like everybody else? That'll be a cold day in hell, my friend. But my weekend, um, Sunday sucked. Saturday well, kind of sucked. Well, damn. Um, Saturday night was bull, I guess. I saw a couple friends. We went out for... I don't even want to give them free promotion, even though it's to like three people. Why'd you say free promotion? But it's <laughs> just like I hate these niggas so much, but... We went out to Ladybird. Fuck that place and everything about it, especially Chase. Yeah, I said your name, nigga. But we um, went out to their little five-year anniversary bullshit, and it was a cool little block party. I won't lie; like the, some of the bands that were there were actually pretty fire. They had some. Um, what's her name? Fuck. They had. They had a lot of girls with like the cool hipster whispery voice when they like to sing. And they had a lot of, like, Amy Winehouses, and I like both of those bags, so, I mean, I couldn't, like, not enjoy the music, really. There's a weird allure to it. I definitely feel like I get sucked in. So I'm always happy, and they all happen to have black hair and dress like Amy Winehouse, too, so I don't know. Maybe that's just their whole thing. Was anybody smoking a cig? There was everybody in the front row for those bands was smoking cigarettes, and I was happy to inhale the secondhand smoke because of the seconds it happily takes from my life, but... Other than that, I kind of, I don't know. I saw where the night was going, saw that that wasn't me, and dipped out of the night at, like, 11. But, all of my, I mean, a few of my friends went out, had a blast. You know, my roommate and a couple of the homies, shouts out to them. Shouts out to Ray and Yasin for always being down to turn up, like, legitimately always. That shit's weird, especially when those niggas had to wake up early in the morning today. I mean, grind season, I guess. No, like, to have fun weekends that make memories, I feel like it's, it's fun to sacrifice a little bit of like the early mornings because you've been there too. It's just you've thrown yourself into this old bag a little bit too early. But let's see how 27 treats you. 28 and 29. That's what I'm just hoping for. I skipped a whole year though. I was about to say, now these niggas all think I'm older than I am. Oh my but, God. Um, 
No, I mean, I understand where they're coming from. I was 21, 22 at a time. They're both 22, I think. No, uh, I know. Ray's 22. I think your scene's like 23. Okay, so, whoa. It's just, wow, I was was definitely about to make. uh... So, what's your heat check for the week? (laughs) Well, my heat check, uh, it takes a whole matter of three days for this to already blow up. But my (laughs) heat check is Bandit by Juice World and uh, NBA Youngboy. Super tough song. You can look at me with this look of disgust every time I talk about music, but I'm just saying, dog, not everyone's going to tap into their I got shit that nobody listens to. I'm pissed. I'm from the streets, the bag, or New York, you what? know? So just let me vibe out. That's all I'm saying is just let me vibe out. One song. Juice World? Three on days. Purpose? For sure. That man makes great music. And if you can't see that, I feel bad for you. NBA Youngboy snapped. They, huh? need a, they need to release a version that they take Juice World off of the song. Juice World over NBA Youngboy for sure. In terms of music, for sure. And that's without a doubt. I really don't even need to like stand on my tent about that because I just never feel like never, everyone just We're never going to be taken seriously as a podcast. <laughs> We have a nigga with fucking um, Avril Lavigne taste in 2019 <laughs> or someone whose taste is age. Hey, this if, nigga still thinks he's in Hazel Park. Shouts out. If that stops the Spotify bag, then butter me up and call me a Louisiana boy because I ain't never turned in my way. You ways. can't be a Louisiana boy. NBA Young Boys from Bad Rouge. <laughs> you said it, Juice you, fucking. You just made a joke know, about Hazel you Park, even, You can't even go back on the joke because you chose Juice World. You chose Dyed Hair Chicago over the Dyed Hair Chicago gave us way man. more hits than NBA Youngboy. Just because some... Way just be, more hits? Just because... Name five. Just name because... Five, let me finish. No, no, no. Let me, no, name, no name five. I'm not, I'm not steering off of this. Just because someone struggles doesn't mean they just... They automatically are better than under other individuals. That's and not true. No, that's not true for sure. Like, I agree with you. And on top of that... All right, let me go to how do you know? Youngboy how do you know Juice World didn't struggle just as much? He may have. <laughs> he may have, because Kanye... And on top of, of that, why don't you like Juice World's music? Juice World's music's cool. Can you just admit that it, you it's good, but it wasn't made for you? No, 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 no. Like, all jokes aside, like, sincerely, the one thing you caught me off guard with, because you're going to say everybody agrees with you, but in all honesty, from everything I've seen, it's the opposite. Like, I've never, I've honestly never met a human being, which is surprising that it would happen while we're on air, but I've never met a human being that would say it. Juice World over NBA Youngboy. Like, since wait, you, you, over the age of 19. Wait, I'm dead serious. Wait, you're being dead serious. I'm, you never met one person that would say that? Over the age of 19, dead serious. I'm like, going to be honest. on everything. I'm going to be completely honest with you. You can go to most colleges. They're playing NBA Youngboy more than you. No, no, bro. I'm telling you, you can go to most colleges, ask people in that age range of like the 18, 22, whatever. I know you mocked off people under 19, but like to that age range and... So few. I'm talking. Juice was not still ringing off for the oh, 18 to 22. Oh years. my goodness! Over NBA Young Boy for sure, for sure. That's without a doubt. What? And I'm willing to like. I am who I put am. everything on that. No one. smoke. Are you serious? Untouchable outside today? I heard outside today every other song when that song came out. This nigga said the nigga with Lucid Dreams has... Bro, you can't name four others that play more than NBA Youngboy. So I'm, I'm actually confused. This can't. This might be an age gap thing, though. Really I know. I'm. I'm, ch- I'm really chalking this one up to it. Cause like now, what I'm hearing and seeing. Cause are you. Cause you see me. You, I'm not roasting. No, you you're being, like, dead, being dead serious, serious about this I'm too, confused. which makes me sad because I've never heard that many people listen to NBA YoungBoy, which is also like I'm sure there's got to be some disconnect from something here, but. 
I feel like that'd be a good like little experiment to run to see really where like uh, I'm gonna ask that shit on are. Twitter, but then the Twitter people are all my age. Yeah, I, so, mean, I mean that doesn't really. It's kind of biased. It is a little biased. You gotta and do a little bit of research. And they're really into hip hop and have more fine tuned ears, so they're of course they're gonna choose NBA young boy. Yeah, that's why they're gonna choose. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, but yeah, that's my heat check for the uh, Yikes. week, and it was a great song on both of their fronts, <laughs> even though there was still a clear more popular person in the mix. <laughs> And what was your heat check, dude? What was your heat check? <laughs> so you're waiting to sit here and make fun of my heat check. Now that I made fun of dude, fucking I don't, lucid dreams. Michelle Obama said when they go low, we go high, dude. Room. I'm not going to make fun of you, take back man. the love that I gave you. Oh, I'm definitely going to cook this. Still something back. to something, I something, it's something. Nah, nah, nah. Bro, I can't replace you on uh, This nigga sang an, a Day to Remember song in hip-hop vocals. And does that make him worse than NBA Youngboy? Yes. Bro, your arguments aren't even valid. You just want to be a hating ass. Nigga. How am I hating? Don't no, 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 bullshit. No. You sound like a no, hater. No, no, no. But genuinely, genuinely speaking, let's go ahead and clear the air. Juice World does not make music for me. Like I know that is under my age group. Like for sure, for sure, for sure. I'm just genuinely surprised by the notion that there are people out there that believe that a subsect of people be- assume that Juice World is better than NBA Youngboy. Do you think he does more numbers or less? Juice World, um, he does more. Lucid Dreams was the biggest song last Besides year. Besides Lucid Dreams, Besides, no, absolutely not. Like genuinely not. Like maybe more on DSPs, but NBA Youngboys might be the number one streamed artist on YouTube right now. On um, bro, that YouTube shit doesn't matter. Bro. YouTube. I saw a joke. It was like people who stream uh, NBA Youngboy on YouTube are the same ones that like. No, they're in juvenile them. detention for sure. They don't. Uh, they can't afford DSPs. Like those, them niggas' phones are taken away. <laughs> niggas don't have the sure, membership for, sure. for Spotify. Like they're right? all in Black Air Forces and they don't have the memberships for sure. Like I'll agree. With that. <laughs> but bro, you are not deny YouTube's impact. YouTube's the reason that niggas like Azuna and like all of the big ass Latin artists who aren't doing DSP crazy streaming numbers are coming to America and selling out stadiums because most of their listeners are YouTube it. listeners. I'm not gonna undermine how big of an artist That's that is. That's crazy. But at the numbers. same time, I definitely think it's a little bit different. But especially bro, my, especially my age group. bro spotify got especially people like spotify got people thinking that selena gomez is a top three streamed artist on the planet i've not gone we can't bro. go off of dsp numbers just because they got the fucking chinese factory i love i love how you're working your argument out this thing <laughs> selena gomez is to immediately disqualify the whole argument what that's why we can't use dsps they got the factories cole yes, even said it you know damn well we're not letting Niggas some shit like this me out one. Bro, you don't even believe your own shit. I'm sure of it. You didn't hear Cole? He said niggas been counting him out. Because he didn't have the machine working for him, you know? But honestly, he... You got a lot of Asian friends, though, so you might be up to something. I do, and a lot of of people in the community listen to it. But at the same time, a lot of people in all communities listen to it. I feel like we're on this one for too long, so we're definitely going to roll past a little bit. But but. my, um, sorry about that, listeners. I was just in sheer disbelief by the bullshit that was being spewed by my co-host here. But It's like the Raptors couldn't beat the Warriors. Why is that always where we got to go back to, bruh? In real life, the Raptors couldn't beat the Warriors. They beat these niggas. I don't like to hear excuses. Anyways, all right. So my heat check is Knuckles by Radamiz featuring Rothstein. He's a young Brooklyn artist. We get it. New York bias. Here comes the fucking jokes. Now I'm just proud of him and his achievements. What's up, yeah, young boys tied in New York, dude? You gotta let me know right now. Jesus Christ. But we're going to link both songs into our... um, bio of course and you can definitely like search the songs from us but 
Moving on to, before we even do the music roundup, since we're already speaking so thoroughly yeah. on important things going on in music, I just wanted us to take a moment of silence for a designer, because <laughs> I've never seen anyone start the moment of silence before they said what it's for. So you just sit there in an awkward silence, not knowing what you're trying to give respect to. I was trying to remix the moment of silence, but... um. I had to give a moment of silence for a designer because of the fact that he tweeted that he wanted someone to get him out of the label. I'm pretty sure he spelled label wrong. And did he put two L's or something? Or did he mix I, up the L and the E? I just saw, like, is it, isn't it label L-A-B-L-E or am I dumb? No, it's E-L. It's E-L? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. No, no way you really believe no that. No way. Hold on. Am I dumb? <laughs> is this the 300 IQ? Yo, 300 Whoa. you're sitting at 30 brother i am everything i say i am maybe i have been listening to too much nba young boy but <laughs> designer wanted to get out of his label real bad he's just tweeting it he's obviously seemed kind of like he's in a prison sentence for the sheer fact that he hasn't really been releasing music at least i want to say that like a really informed person that has paid attention to designer but i'm not gonna lie to you ever since niggas stopped snapping their fingers for the negro spiritual of timmy turner i i I had i could care less about what is going on with the designer this video was just funny as fuck i didn't think he'd have good music off rip of hearing him so like um after the few surprises that came especially with like the the spiritual that will live on in history forever uh i didn't really expect the most out of him considering I felt like we got more than we were supposed to. So it doesn't really surprise me. But at the same time, like, it is kind of sad to see any artist that's struggling to find, like, uh, happiness in their labels and opportunity to really, like, pursue their career how they want to because of the ways they're tied down. So, I mean, I hope all that shit gets sorted out because I've seen, it's just, like, weird seeing so many careers kind of go on the uh, wayside because of, like, labels. But I'm not even just trying to blame it on the label, too, because at the end of the day, I don't know, like, all the inner workings of it. A lot of artists will just immediately throw out the label excuse when it's, like, a lot of, like, their problems, too. This is how we know this nigga is a Kanye stand, bro. He knows that designer signed a good music, and he said, you know what? I'm going to throw the label some bail. How about we just be honest with the people? Designer does not want to write gospel songs for Kanye West's church progression, and Kanye isn't letting him release music because it doesn't tie into his plan directly of taking over the world with a megachurch. You're right, bro. That sounds right, Joel Osteen. I was watching Keeping Up the Kardashians today, unfortunately, because I don't want to say unfortunately. This dude tried to come at me with an argument when he started started off this whole conversation with, I was watching an episode of Keeping Up the Kardashians. Yeah, because Taurus forces us to keep three things up on the TV. And today I felt freaky with it. They weren't doing little sports center. So I did Kardashians on one of the TVs. And then it was after the Premier League games. And there was one moment where... I, I noticed a lot of ties in certain things that we've talked about on the podcast because there was a different Kardashian news throughout the year, like different people attached to them, etc. And this all ties back, of course. One is that Kris Jenner is a genius. And two, it's that all of these situations, like in previous podcasts, we've joked and we've talked about with the Kardashians. I've watched every like there, there was like a ton of episodes came on today and all of them hit different episodes. And all it told me was. These niggas are the greatest ever at seeing some drama coming and spinning the drama and planning around the drama. Because, like, even with the Jordan situation, even with... Um, they still recorded it. Kanye still shit, put it out. It was of like... Of course. 
but it's a reality TV, so it's scripted to an extent. And like the way they would twist some of these certain things, it was like they were like, "Oh, Jordan's at this party. Yo, yo, yo! All of us get in a room and let's talk about this real quick. Let's be here for this exact moment that Jordan's in the room." And then Chloe would like open her mouth like. <gasps> She's really there with Tristan there? She sat on her lap? I'm waiting for the phone call from her right now to explain herself. And then everybody will like wait like 20 minutes and then she won't call. She'll be like, this is the first situation. Jordan, she's gone to all of these parties and she's texted me instantly like, yo, Tristan's here. I'm looking out for you. I'm your guardian tonight. I'm watching for you. But this is the one night she left me alone. That's cheesy. So I knew something That's was cheesy. going on. I, I, I want to give like, him credit. Oh, brother. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna lie. That's real cheesy. It almost is like you knew that this was coming. It feels like that might have been scripted. That's why I want to say the last episode I saw, Kim said something on one of those little like they give you like the five minutes like alone to talk yeah. to the camera speech. She looked at it. She said, "Kanye's always wanted to open a church." I was like, "Oh, oh, this is the illusion. This is the, this is the illusion. This is the dark before. This is the calm before the storm. Where niggas are gonna act like we're, the mega church is coming. The mega church is for sure coming. Y'all can book. No, nah, I mean, but definitely like even things they don't plan, obviously, because like, I don't think you plan getting robbed. I mean, my bad. You can. 6ix9ine did. 6ix9ine <laughs> was a whole different beat. Actually, dude, I swear, we only say it because, like, we had the situation HD. came to the light. Though. No, no, no. We had 4K HD video of his robbery. He planned getting robbed. Yeah, no, I'm saying, well, that shit is different and whatnot because, like, yeah, I guess people... We had audio. I'm not even saying, like, we don't know. I'm just trying to say that certain things that I'm assuming for the good of, like, hoping that people are good individuals and aren't setting themselves up and committing these fake fake crimes and shit, they still roll pretty well with still keeping the show up and going and kind of, like, reacting and spinning it and adding it to the show to only, like, help their shit, which is kind of crazy to think about. So how about this? This show's been going on for, like, 10 years. I know this became a Kardashian segment, but fuck it. This show's been going on for 10-plus years, and so it's more than half of, I would say, Kylie's life at this point. More than half, I'd say, like, Kendall's life at this point. Like, Chloe and all of them had lived, like, a little bit of... They didn't go to college, but I'm sure they were whoring at college parties, too. Like, everybody was whoring at college parties, 18 to 22. You know, like, going out, enjoying life. You know, mm -hmm. doing regular ass shit. Going to parties, like, etc. Since Kendall and Kylie grew up basically on this camera with these twists and all this stuff, do you think that that would have mental implications to the point that the reality show is kind of built into their brain at this point? For like sure. Especially when you're doing that so young as a, like a child. Like, do you think they wrote the... <gasps> and you have a developing brain? Jordan! Or do like, you think that's how their brain works now because they've been on this shit for a decade? Yeah, it's like, A, you're going to have a lot more drama built into you. I feel like just naturally, like... When you're trying to put on a show, even if you don't think you're trying to put on a show, they say, just act naturally, you know, we're just gonna be recording, we get whatever. It's like, no, you're still in front of the camera, and this is still for ratings and shit like that, and you're trying to, like, give people entertainment, so, like, you automatically put on a little bit more of a show and are a little bit more up. But at the same point, when you've been doing this for the better part of most of your life, like, half your life, and since you're, like, a child, developing brain and everything, I'm sure a lot of these, like, it's almost subconscious to, like, feel like not only are you being recorded, but you have to act the type of way because you're being recorded. So... I would definitely not be as surprised. I feel like uh, when it comes to optics and being like uh, if people who are able to spin things well, they probably almost just have it ingrained into their DNA at this point, And it just comes second nature because of like the amount of scrutiny that they've been in from like a show and just like being famous in general. All right. That makes complete sense then. I don't know. Like.
to be real, so you think if you were dating Kylie, right? Mm-hmm. Or you were dating Kendall, you're mm-hmm. you're more of a Kendall ass dude, to be honest. Which isn't a bad thing. Kendall, like, she's fucks with a lot of cool people like Blake Griffin. But it's like... <laughs> you know, I'm, I don't know if anybody in this podcast, if you're a long-time listener, you've been re-seeing all the subtle jabs this episode. What? This man just compared me to Blake Griffin. Let's rewind it like four episodes and then talk about this man and we'll see. Blake but Griffin did the NBA. He averaged almost 30 points. No, we need season. to have like a cut and, like on the video and it brings back little shit that you're saying. Blake Griffin! Blake Griffin! Blake, I don't can't get a championship. Always injured in the playoffs. No, you're Griffin. the one that was hating on Blake. Huh? I think. I know nah, you're not spinning this because there's proof of this one. So you can't even. No, lie. was I really definitely like, for, real? for sure, for okay. sure, All for right, sure. Right. So what the fuck? But anyway, but yeah. That so imagine, right. boom, you're dating Kendall, okay, and you go out and or pub- Kylie because I could do whatever. But go on, don't put me in a box. <laughs> but go on. So you go out in public, boom. All right, and then there's a glass on like the corner of a table, right? And it's close to falling off the table, but there's no way it's going to naturally fall off the table, right? So, do you think that they're going to walk past that glass of water and, like, tap on it so it hits them so that they freak out in public to get, like, a drama You situation? think, and we're just chilling? Yeah. <laughs> and we're just chilling? No, there might be cameras, bro. They're always And we're recorded. just chilling? They're so <laughs> shit. Uh, okay, okay. Let me, let me double... Let me double back. I'm going to go ahead and plug this with certain things. I don't think, you know... Every little thing is definitely getting the, I'm going to blow this shit up for the like ratings, you know? Because that seems a little excessive to me. I'm talking, like, certain things that warrant a reaction, they might, like, do it up a little bit more, things like that. But I don't feel like they're going out of their way for, like, all the little things. All right, see. Because no one seems that see, dramatic. Bro, you're no fun, bro. We're ha- we have to at least make fun of them. No one's bro. that dramatic, All right, bro. so you're laying next to your baby girl in bed, right? Okay. Kendall just had a long week, right? Okay. She's told you all Talk relationships. She doesn't give a fuck about any of your mm-hmm. exes, right? Talk any of your exes. Like, fuck them hoes. I'm confident in myself. I'm rich. I don't mm-hmm. care about them poor bitches. So then, boom. The camera crew walks in, though, to start recording you guys. And then you just scroll past your ex on the timeline. And she starts yelling at you. Like, why are you still looking at your ex and shit? Blah, 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 blah. What do you do? What do I, I, what, what am I do? <laughs> First off, I'm looking around for the cameras at that point. Because it's got to no, be. see them. You see them. Oh, I see How them. It's, it's already on. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I'm gonna be like the most cal- cool, calm, and collect. I'll be like, you're acting out of character. You know, you're not like this. Stop it! <laughs> I'm really just but that's like, not in your contract. You already signed the seven season contract. Wait, so, so my contract is to play along. Like, what do you mean? Why am I scrolling past? I still love her. I still love her. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know if things are gonna work out between us. I just want to know that I, they're open. You know. I wonder if the camera shut off and then they just go so regular. Nigga, I'm telling you, bro, I don't think they're much different people, camera on and off, but just because of that, I feel like there's always a little bit of a front on both ends, camera on and camera off, I feel like there's always a little bit of a different front, but I I feel like they're not going to be that much different people. I guess, I mean... Except for, like, shit that's said, like, that's a little bit more explicit or, like, could be taken, like... Um, and spawn a certain type of way. They're probably really, like, careful about that. So you think... Chris, unless they're, like, in certain groups of people. Do you think, and even then, I still feel like they're very careful unless it's, like, their family. Do you think Chris sends out, like, random texts to people with, like, a bag attached to do weird shit while they're around them? And For sure. That's the only one she, That's the only one that I'm definitely going to go and chalk up because she feels like a villain. I love I'm not going to lie. And it's, like, a night... Like, honestly... Every time they sleep with a famous black person... I think Chris knows because she has chips on them. Mm-hmm. And I think she texts that nigga before with like a little 10,000 attached and says, nut in her. <laughs> nut in her. 
think Chris be sending the nut in her text. She's like hoping crazy. for the pregnancy pregnancy scare episode so bad. Why scare? She's gonna tell them to keep that nigga. With <laughs> everybody, kept everyone. But with everybody, they might not be that fertile. They're Bro, Romanian. They might not be. They seem like they're plenty fertile to be. We got children <laughs> everywhere. Dude. You ever wonder like when's enough enough? <laughs> Bro, that's why Kim got the surrogate. Because she noticed that Kim was actually going to stay with this one. So she was like, it's not fun if you keep nutting it on. We got to switch it up. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God that we have you on the podcast. Because who else would be here for these wayside ideas? (laughs) I don't know, man. Sometimes you got to spice it up. But um, I'm just thinking, though, man. So then, I guess, since... Would you date Kris Jenner? No. Why? Nah, nah, you're not about you. You're not confused. I like where your question is though, because it's thought provoking. No, like why wouldn't you? She's a baddie. No, she's not. The little thing. No, she's not. No, she's not. Stop it. No, she's a little sixty-year-old. She damn near on her last leg, bro. That sounds so disrespectful. Wow. All right, bro. If Caitlyn Jenner tried to fight, if Caitlyn Jenner tried to what? All right. So the (laughs) music that came out this week was. Huey Longway and Money Man dropped the tape called Longway. (laughs) I'm saying like, what if what if my man's what if my girls got jealous right that Mm -hmm. you were with her ex? You know what I'm saying? So Caitlyn tried to square up. Try to square up with you. Like you're at the barbecue, right? This one's for the people. She's got the Jesus slippers on. She's the one at the grill. You know what I'm saying? Holding it down. And then you came through, you know, arm in arm with Chris, like. And then she turned around to square you, up you Zach want my Fox real, style. You want my real, real reaction? She squared up with you Zach Fox style and then swung. Bro, real reaction? I'm definitely dodging every single one of those initial blows. It's going to look hilarious. And then I'm saying if you really want this action, we can get it in the ring. Celebrity boxing match set up. You would fight a girl? I'd f- beat the bricks off a of <laughs> Oh my god. What do you mean? This is what we need a production crew. <laughs> Half of this conversation should have been flagged and cut for sure. We're gonna get canceled by episode forty-two. Nah, he just said you would beat the brakes out of this. In an actual sanctioned fight. No, 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 shut the fuck. In an actual sanctioned fight, we're setting it up. Like at the end of the day, that's equal opportunity. When we're inside the ring and we agreed to do this for like charity, there's no holding back. I'm gonna beat the bricks off the cave. That's different. Oh my goodness gracious. So what did you think of the Summer Walker album? Uh, we'll double back because you were just talking about the um, oh yeah, Long Money by yeah, Pee Wee Longway and Money Man. Did you yeah. listen to that one? Uh, I listened to like good five or six songs off it. A lot of them were the star songs, but Pee Wee Longway is one of those names that has just earned respect for me over the years. So I always give his music a listen to, no matter what. Um, I really enjoyed like what I heard. Again, I'm not like the most on street music and shit, so. When I do get taste of it and things like that, it never feels like it's too much for me. Like, because I know it's a sector that can get really oversaturated, oversaturated, but that never necessarily happens. So I always feel fresh, like, taste when I listen to it. And because of that, I really did enjoy it. I know there was a standout song on it that I enjoyed out of, like, the starred ones. I really liked, I think it was Long Money and Next One were really good. I'm probably going to give the whole tape a nice listen to, especially with this fall weather soon, though, so I can make these drives. Because this is usually the time that I feel like helps everybody tap back in their music back. Because there's nothing you can do but help to listen to music and just enjoy life. I'm about to listen to the fuck out of some R&B. I'm about to revisit mm. fucking, um, what was that? Strength and Guidance. No, no. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I am going to revisit Views for sure. It's, it's View season. But... I'm going to super revisit, um, what was it, Scorpion? I was about to say B-Side. Yeah, the B-Side. I already knew I, I revisit the B-Side finally. It's getting chilly. But um, 
this long money album i i fucked with it it's like i still haven't acquired the taste for money man all the way yet like i fuck with some of his music i don't fuck with some that is really popular mm-hmm. and I, it's kind of like when i didn't fuck with currency and then randomly i started fucking with him and then i loved all of his music it's just money man is someone i know makes good music mm-hmm. and i can tell the quality when i listen to it so it's not like a hating thing it's just sometimes you really just it takes a second to get into some artists but you know how much i've loved peewee Longway. Yeah, yeah so i mean love the love i've had for long way as long as i've had it that was an easy listen for me to just get through but um, i think fragile might have been the song where they randomly like tapped in some vocals and i don't know if that was because of like the feature but whatever song that was that completely threw me off not something i expected to hear and shouts out because it was fire and then speaking about atlanta a little bit shouts out um top five dead or alive atlanta artist gucci main which is a top 10 artist all time any list he put out a single with meg the stallion and i'm not gonna lie to you it was cool it was it was cool it wasn't as good as i wanted it to be like a song with him mm-hmm. and meg but he's in like that pocket of artists that while I probably am on the side of people who thinks that Gucci's music hasn't been the best in a little while, it's like I'm so proud of him as a person that I will never be upset and never get mad at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so happy at his health. This motherfucker can dunk now. Like, what? He's yeah, like, yeah, a complete he's just switch. Like, super, had the complete mentality switch. Super mental everything. switch. Like, this motherfucker is a good CEO, boss, Don, everything. Always had one of the greatest ears in hip hop. It's like, this man is making more money than he's ever made. It's just, he's on such a positive route that I can't sit here and consciously just like shit on him because of the fact that yeah. I may not like what the music has become you know yeah. what i'm saying maybe it's just not for me no more but i was really proud of meg to be able to get on a song with a legend like gucci and i'm he's still a caliber of artist to me that i'm always gonna press play when he puts out new music so i mean that's I just like how i feel meg's been going through a checklist of artists she wants on a feature at some point and she just her and the baby because i want to throw him in the same thing i've just been crossing them all off for sure like the baby that's the the baby got that gucci feature so quickly he was like i've loved gucci my whole mm-hmm. life i'm just gonna put him on a song of course they're on some crazy Easy few uh feature like little journey but it's cool and the last one we're gonna save to talk about we're gonna talk about um summer walker a couple album. of things but i want to talk about summer walker last let's talk about um the danny brown album did you listen to that or did you really not listen to that, I one? Hear that one yet so i'll just grace over it a little bit um i already gave y'all a little rundown of the danny brown album actually last pod and mm-hmm. I, my feelings haven't changed like once again it's it's danny that was my favorite drop of the weekend like <clears throat> project wise and then Travis Scott put out a single, Highest in the Room. I thought it went... It sounds similar to some of the stuff he's been putting out, like with the Astro mm-hmm. World stuff, but I'm not mad at that. Like, that's a yeah. sound for me that kind of transcends. And I know I'm going to sound like I'm dick riding him for a second, but I'm being real. Like, that motherfucker just makes good music. Like, yeah. you can tell he puts time and effort into this shit. So it's always going to sound good to me. I feel like the good thing about him... For the most part. I mean, yeah. obviously he can miss. He's a human. Yeah. But, I mean, it seems like, to me, he's not missing. And we've heard people miss this, but... It feels like he's in that group of artists where, from his inception into like the music industry, I guess, he's not necessarily. Uh, he's evolved his sound for sure, 
in like many different ways but he's not someone who's come off of it completely and kind of like whatever it feels like he's always just been building on his sound and trying to take it to that next new level and all these things and it feels like he's doing it well so like i say that because like highest in the room listening to that again didn't feel like a too crazy from what he's recently been doing but it didn't necessarily feel the same either and it still fucking bang so i mean i have two things two things one the album art is a ladder in the sky mm. And I've been so stoned that I felt like that. I don't understand like why there's a ladder in the room uh, in the sky. Maybe it's just because you're going higher than the clouds, so you're literally the highest in the mm -hmm. room. But I've definitely been so stoned that I felt like I need a ladder so I can go ahead and go to heaven because that's the only place I could possibly go from here. Like, there's no, there's nowhere there's, else. There's nowhere else but up. There's nowhere else but up. It sounds like you saw that pack too at some point. <laughs> it definitely sounds like he makes music like purely off of the weed. Because <laughs> there's only certain things you can like reach. I feel like and understand. Because when you listen to these kind of songs, though, that's what you said it's about player too. Much different experience. That's what you said yeah. about players' music too. Like it's good music, but then you listen to a stone and it's like wowzers. Exactly. Like I enjoyed Sublime, but then I heard it stoned and it was like I understand Sublime. Like <laughs> I feel like that's the difference. You know? <laughs> and so like enjoyment and connection. And so I've that was one statement, and then the other was a question to you, which you are younger, so I feel like I already know your answer, but if you could remove the youth from you and try to look at it objectively, which I think the answer is probably still the same. I just want to hear your honest opinion. It's after the storm is cleared a little bit and you know the, the it's calmed down a little from um, him being on top of the world with Astro World, right? We've seen a lot of artists put out albums that have made them seem like they're on top of the world, and then like time passes and then they kind of settle into like the real stratosphere like the real atmosphere they're actually in when it comes to these tiers and levels in hip-hop yeah do you think travis scott is still god tier like the drake the j cole do and, i think he is yeah personally 100 like, and i don't and i don't mean to say that on some like youthful shit either it's that's just why i asked you objectively the like, size of his fan base and the dedication of it in conjecture with the fact that he's consistently put out great music, I feel like he's not going to fucking anywhere. Like, it's almost impossible. Like, I've seen people trying to argue him into the B tier, and that's not bad, obviously, because the B, B tier... Talking like chances. The B tier, and... to me, has people like a chance, like a Big Sean. Like, these are astronomically big yeah. artists. But I still think... Because I think Chance is for sure, if I had to say, fallen from that. Because he had that moment yeah, he where had he seemed like he was there. in that. And then Drake, he got knocked back down. Cool, but it seems like now he's in that B yeah. tier, which is a good tier to be in. That's still bigger than 99.99% of He also lost a lot of fans. Though. But, but. <laughs> like, that's. And I mean, like, not even trying to, like, throw shade or anything. It's just the, the man reality. lost a lot of fucking fans. For sure. And so that can do that to you. I don't. Travis fans aren't going anywhere. Travis, I don't believe that, too. Like, I agree with you, to be honest. Like, I think he's still in that top. That top tier but another artist in that top tier which actually freaked out recently because of a comment on the joe button podcast and because of a comment um by a um publication that was making fun of her um child because they said her child oh, yeah. like called somebody else mom and we're talking about cardi b of course but um with cardi's astronomical rise and how she's still moving around with that sheeran video that just came out this this that do you think that when it's all said and done, the names that I list in the God tier as stock names, like a Drake, like a Cole, like a Kendrick, those are those are already cemented in the God tier. They're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Do you think that 
Cardi's time is ticking on her being in that tier? Or do you think that she's kind of elevated to a point that it's going to be hard to push her out of that tier? Do I, I feel like the thing is, because I think we've had this conversation on Cardi especially too with how prevalent she is. Um, a, it was easier to answer that question because, again, I think we actually have said this. But it was easier to answer it the first time around because it's like fresh off like the buzz. Um, but I definitely don't think... Because at the end of the day, I don't think anyone's really immune to getting knocked out of it. And genuinely speaking, I think Drake is with, at this point. Oh, let me let me say it like this. Um, most people, 99%, <laughs> of people, I don't think are immune to getting knocked out of it. Because besides Drake, but Drake isn't immune either. It's just so unlikely because of who he is and how he's been moving. At this point, I guess maybe because how big he is, he could really pull like some Michael Jackson shit and just like... It's just sustained fame. And I think but, those three names, by the way, just not to cut you off, just to give people a little bit of background, those three names, Drake, Cole, and Kendrick, like, I also think, like, a Jay, Nas, mm-hmm. and, like, certain people were in that tier before. I don't think you fall from that tier, really. I think once oh. you've reached, at mm-hmm. least when you're one of those, mm-hmm. I think you either you go from there to legend. Like, you just get is, out of the tiers to where people don't put you in tiers cause, anymore. Cause like, you're just a hip-hop legend. What I'm trying to say is the fact that Cole was there. Cole got there at a point where he shouldn't have been, but he was still there. And that was after... uh, He pulled like a chance a little bit. That was after Four Souls Drive. And so, um, because of him already being there in this level of people, individuals that should just never fall off, we saw a point where he started to fall off and started to lose fans, started to lose like favor with the community because it just sounded like he was on some bullshit, quote unquote, from like a lot of people and they weren't trying to listen to him anymore. But again, he rose out of the ashes like a phoenix and shot right back to where, you know, a J. Cole should have been and should always be. But we're, we've seen it even happen with some of the biggest people. And so again, I'm not thinking like that's ever going to happen to Drake, but in Cardi's standpoint, I think she might be past that point, but there's still like a slim chance she could always fall just depending on how poorly she moves. But I think it's almost like that's just, I would never make that bet against her though. It just seems like way too low of odds. I would never make the bet against. And I agree with you. I would never make the bet against as well, just because of the fact that I, how much I love her in general and how much I want her to win. But just looking at it objectively, I think that chance is a little higher than we think because of what, because, because of reception to her music as of recent. And like I don't think song? I don't think it's high enough to bet against her. I think it goes from like the the point zero one percent of like a Drake falling out mm-hmm. to like maybe Cardi at her peak. I was looking at like a one percent of her falling out of there, and now it's pushing like a maybe like a ten percent. Only way I see me. her getting fucked up is if she oversaturates. That and I think a lot of this is contingent on her next album. I think if her next album does what it's supposed to do, she's out of here. She's just astronomical forever. Okay. You know? But I could see a little bit of a wane here and there, like, in her music in general. Like, one thing is for certain, though, is as I defended her on Twitter, I'm going to go ahead and defend her here. Any of you losers that go out of your way to talk down on a working mom deserve to never have an outlet where you can speak your opinion to the public like this is somebody who reached a peak level of fame like just like reached the mountain right has a child has a husband has a life has yeah. parents etc and tries her best to balance it all you see in almost i follow her on instagram her kids in her ig almost every day like where is her kid you know what i'm saying it's mm-hmm. not always with the fucking keeper or with like the um the help or the people she has to, yeah. you know, around in her attendance so it's like this person seems like she's obviously trying she's like she obviously gives a fuck about her child if she always turns up about her kid so if a the reason is you picked on her because you knew you're gonna get a reaction because it's about her kid mm-hmm. then you're a fucking loser 
abuser? Why would you talk about someone's child? But B, if you just think that they're neglecting their children, why don't you mind your own business and get to your own hustle? Like, that's crazy. I mean, I just hope that she keeps her head, like, forward and on the important things such as her child and family and, like... I don't think she needs to respond. Because... People will come after you for literally everything. People will talk about your dead friends, like your dead relatives, having like terminal diseases. Like, you know, it's just been proven. You can't really let yourself get caught up off of like the audacity. How could they ever like say this? But, you know, people will surprise you. Just so just say fuck them and focus on what matters and know if you're if you feel like you're doing good and if you feel like you're doing what you should be doing, then nothing else should matter. Amen, amen. And now let's move on. To Summer Walker. Mrs. I uh, clean myself off with my spit, but I make fire music. Let me just go ahead and <laughs> say this on behalf of the Off Space Podcast, Summer. I redact all of my statements about how disgusting you are. You may have been disgusting in that moment, all right, baby girl? But guess what? This music is beautiful. No, this was like... This music is beautiful. It's always beautiful. It's always going to be beautiful Mm -hmm. with the talent that you have. Mm -hmm. The selection for your features is fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. Justice. Like, just big shout out to Justice because I believe that's her management, right? And just like whoever the fuck you are fucking with because they are doing the right thing. Because if you keep putting out quality like this, I was listening to this shit... It just turned 70 something in Georgia. It was 90 something two days ago. It feels swell. And it's going to get colder. My heart's going to get colder. Uh-huh. And I'm going to be listening to some Summer Walker. The tears will be flowing. Bro, I went on a drive. Crisp sunset. Weather feeling phenomenal. Nothing can go wrong. And just knew I had to listen to some Summer Walker because it's the fall vibes. She makes perfect music for this time of the year. And like you said, I want to especially hit on the fact that we're not falling for that trap. But I just <laughs> especially want to hit on what you said about like the features. Because this, come on, man. We've never seen some shit like this, I feel like, from newer people. Especially in like, our realm where you're getting features from Bryson Tiller, Usher, Six Lack. <laughs> Black um, no, no, party no. next door. Black for sure. <laughs> We're not even going with the six lack joke. Fuck you, Dude. white people. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was definitely like uh, a misread. But a boogie with the hoodie, Janae Iko, and I guess like Drake. But you know that's not even like we we all heard uh, "Girls Need Love" remix. And you know Drake just saw that song and said, "I need that." <laughs> Drake needs love. It wasn't even a, a reach out to Drake and hope he gets on it. That was one of those, you know, Drake was like, yeah, I got to get on this bitch. <laughs> like, like how he said the club going up. And then he forgot about McConan. He probably, you probably could bring up McConan to Drake and he probably doesn't remember who he is on God. <laughs> like, like, who? You're showing pictures. It's like, oh my God, I forgot about that. He's like, I forgot I signed that nigga. They <laughs> signed him and released him like a sports contract. Right. Sometimes you get a 10 day, you got to show up. McConan did not show up. But, McCona made such fire music before OVO, but I'm not going to go into all of that shit. I know you had your little theory about, uh, let's not get into that right now, but um, but yeah, some of my favorite songs, I don't know if you feel the same, I thoroughly enjoyed um, Playing Games, Extended Version, uh, featuring Bryson Tiller, that was just, I don't know how that wasn't like the most played song on this album, it might have been to be honest. Because Bryson was getting into his biggity bag bag and they decided to cut it off. It's like, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> he should have taken Summer off. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She snapped. She snapped. No, nah, but um, also, Like It was really fucking good. Uh, there was also something I noticed listening to Body, and I don't know if you listened to listened to it yet, mm-hmm. but um, it was the same sample as Ballin'. 
for the uh, DJ Mustard and uh, uh, Roddy Rich song. I came into bloody bottles is underneath. It's all my niggas got it out the streets. I've been watching a lot of Roddy Rich interviews too lately. That nigga's got he's got he's up. He's up. He's up. Shouts out to Roddy Rich. And yeah, I don't know why. I feel like that falls into the realm of like this little synchronicity bullshit. Just certain things happening in tandem all over. For sure. And to be real, like a lot of this, I'm not saying this has happened with, this is what happened with this song, but a lot of the times an artist will like, they won't outright purchase the full rights to like an instrumental. And so if you don't do that, right, you just don't buy the whole instrumental, then the fucking, um, you just lease it. Yeah, then the, um, producer can just send it to whoever he wants right yeah. so multiple people might be on the same one like i forgot there was a song that it's making me think that there it was, was a sample though like i don't know if it was necessarily like it could be a sample though like we could just be mistaken there too but there was like a famous song that ja rule was on first and then somebody else got on it and it became like a national hit even though he was a hit factory at the time but it's like it's it's happened throughout hip-hop where every year you're gonna hear someone just be like i had that instrumental before that nigga well bitch nigga you should have paid for the whole thing <laughs> like, yeah no i know <laughs> Uh, it was an older Bryson song where it was like you hear in the background like oh yeah that one's a very very sampled yeah I've heard that at least like four other places but my favorite song on this was definitely um there was a lot of good ones i think it was probably just might featuring party next door which is hilarious because party next door is one of those people that still hasn't fully grown Ooh, on to me that one but was that fire. one was fire that one was fire i don't know if it's just because party next door has been locked with the navy for the last year with um rihanna just keeping this man hostage to write all of her songs for her album but it's like this man tapped he tapped into a big songwriting he tapped into a big bag he tapped into a big, big bag. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. And so that one was fire. And, I mean, shout out to the production on OG Parker. But there was also I'll Kill You with Janae Aiko. Obviously, that was a song that a lot of people were going to go to. But I like that one just because Janae, Janae and her popped off. The Scorned and Strong. Off. The Scorned and Strong, for real. Like, Summer is going to... We're going to talk... they had Janae on a song called I'll Kill You. Of course they did. Like, why would they not put her on a song called I'll Kill You? But <laughs> Talk coming very soon, maybe the next episode. <laughs> but On um, a very controversial topic. Oh, yeah. Maybe next episode. Y'all, y'all got to get ready for this list because this list is going to have a lot of y'all's favorites on it. But, I mean, obviously, it's all jokes over here at the Off Space. But if anybody ever were to hear any of this shit and get mad, we are very accessible human beings. Like, it's not, it's not too hard. I was about to say, just send us an email. Yeah, like, tweet. I promise it's all good. I don't good. care. But now that we've talked about music, let's get out the sad stuff, move into sports, and then get out of here. The sad stuff that's happened this week is, we'll start with Bernie Sanders had a heart attack. Which is very scary. Which is very, very scary because of the fact that he was a lot of people's favorites for the Democratic nomination. And you know poll numbers drop after that. And poll numbers are going to drop because people are going to be afraid of the fact that he is aging i mean he is older mm-hmm. like my roommate even said something during the last debate and i thought he was just hating but you look back at it like he really did look sickly like it looks like he's not doing the hottest i just hope with all my heart he doesn't do what i think he's gonna do which is sign somebody just off strength and like drop out i think he might co-sign like a warren off of just like the fact that she's the closest to him in radical nature for democrats 
And he, I think the smart thing for him to do would be to pull out at this point, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, yeah. But I'm looking at like cosine wise. But I think it would be crazy and like really dope if he cosigned like a Yang. I yeah, I mean, it's that'd be nuts. That's someone I support. Uh, that'd be nuts. And also, just something front, as like I don't, a, I don't want to see them cosign him cosign anybody. I you want him to I, just? I just want him to drop out and leave. You like, that sounds so out like up. a G. That sounds so fucked up. Just but like for, for his dudes. health and for the country, he definitely needs to pull out of this race. And that aside, it's just like don't influence the rest of it. Let the people decide. Yeah, but the people is dumb, bro. These are a bunch of sheep. We gotta hurt them. Bro, two podcasts ago, it couldn't have been more than two or three. Whole different conversation. But no, on some genuine shit. Like, am I wrong? I feel like. No, we should let the people decide, but boy, oh boy, the people are going to be so... I'm just going to have so many blind thoughts and blind... I'm just going to let y'all know, all of our followers and listeners, etc., y'all are going to be so butthurt at the first podcast after the election if Joe Biden or Kamala Harris is the Democratic Joe Biden's not winning, especially after the Trump shit. I'm just saying, if either of them Mm -hmm. is the Democratic nomination... Y'all are going to, I might not even have Ezgo on the next episode. Y'all might get a bonus episode. Y'all might get me, get the double, be recording the, the, dark the double chin, on. like recording underneath like my blanket, just like angry on some like Stephen A. Smith shit when the Knicks didn't get Zion. Like y'all are really about to see a dangerously angry and sad podcast because I'm not voting for either of them niggas, but we're going to continue. We're going to continue. And so prayers up to Bernie Sanders, and I hope everything goes right for his health. I agree with Ezgo, all jokes aside. Like he really should just pull out because it doesn't look like focus on his health. It It doesn't look like he can make it through the race, let alone like a presidency. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, you're losing. It's only an uphill battle from like how are you going to come out stronger to like offset this shit? Because this is going to definitely demoralize a lot of people who are rooting for you, who are going to lose faith in like what you can do. So it just feels like you're going to waste more money, contribution money. As well as your time if you continue with this. So, once again, do hope, though, he still stays, you know, his own Bernie self and, like, yeah. trying. Because you know it brings him happiness, mm-hmm. it seems like, to be active. Yeah, he could definitely so, be active in other Just, ways, like, though. obviously just cool out on this election shit. Because politics in general seems to age people, period. Let alone, like, the presidency, etc. Yeah. These niggas age 20 years and 8. So you think Bernie's going to make it through a presidency if he's having a heart attack in the campaign? Bro, that man's not looking like he's going to make it for through one at all. And so prayers up for him. And then we're also going to say a big rest in peace and prayers up for Joshua Brown. Joshua Brown was one of the lone brave people in the apartment complex that Botham Jean yeah. was murdered in cold blood at. And he was an eyewitness for. He was his neighbor across the way. He basically testified that he did not hear. Um, he did not hear Amber Geiger say any of the stuff she said. She screamed out, you know, and alerted um, both of them. Of, and he said he could clearly hear with the walls of the apartment complex. Both of them sing every morning like gospel hymnals and like songs etc so it's like if she was yelling some shit at him and her na- his neighbor was home he would have heard him you know mm-hmm. and so she, he was basically one of the the biggest people testifying against her and then mysteriously after she gets convicted he gets murdered in cold blood once again in front of the complex and he was shot in the face and in the chest mm-hmm. and that's just disgusting that's very obviously what obvious what they're trying to do I understand the other neighbor who decided that she wasn't going to testify because of the hateful state of our country at the moment. I do understand where she's coming from, but, 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 but 
I am still very proud of the fact that Josh decided to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It may have cost him his life, and that's sad as fuck. We're not going to take away from that. But it's like we need more brave people to stand up in situations of turmoil for the world to change. Yeah. You know? And so, like, he's his memory will never be forgotten. I will always personally remember him as somebody that, you know, put forth a hand in changing this bullshit world that we live in by at least giving his testimony in a very obviously wrong situation. So big RIP to Joshua Brown. Um, definitely big RIP again. Like just proud of like him and what he did and like stood up, even though, you know, and all the dangers that could face him, even though I know no one's expecting that to happen, which almost makes me like sad. And uh, not almost, it's definitely like saddening seeing that happen to somebody who's just, exercising what it means to be a good human being and to really stand up and do your due diligence especially when you see injustice happen but because i know plenty of people who when they see bullshit happening and i'll be the first not to judge them but they say you know i could have done something but that put me at jeopardy so that's why i didn't and you understand like that's a lot to overcome to just put yourself in harm's way to help somebody that has no no relation to you or you didn't have to get involved with but you know we have a, uh, a duty almost as just citizens of a nation and human beings on earth to look out for one another and just essentially like keep up good habits and just treat everyone how we'd want to be treated and kind of like extend that out in whatever way is possible because that's the only way you see like a fulfilled nation i would say of people who really care about one another and have active community engagement and aren't afraid to talk to their neighbors aren't afraid to like invite them to dinner aren't afraid to like go out and you know uh, book all these things because they feel like they're taken care of but yeah that's all i have to say again r.i.p and it won't be the end of you know good citizens though yeah because people people seem to be trying to try just like it seems like people are doing less now there are still instances where brave humans and individuals like this young man decide to step up and it seems like in every situation there's always at least that one so i mean shouts out to this man once again r.i.p to him and my condolences go out to all of his loved ones and family and friends and now fuck the bt hip-hop awards because it was just filmed in atlanta like why is that that doesn't even make no, sense. no 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 i say fuck it as in like i was gonna do a little bit of a deep dive but it's also like why don't we just watch the wars and talk about it afterwards? Like, there's some stuff we're anticipating cool. I mean, I'm just scared. I'm not really, like, anticipating war shows for the most part unless it's, like... This is the ciphers. Come on. Now. Yeah, unless it's crazy. Yeah, cool like, ciphers. very, very few things from them. That's why I was going to so, yeah, say, like... Usually, like, reaction posts. We work. haven't even heard any names for the cipher. You know what I'm saying? Like, anything mm-hmm. to, like, draw people in to give a fuck. So I'm, like, hoping that they have cool ciphers, cool ciphers this year. Other than that, I mean, it's just going to be, like, a little highlight reel for me. I'm just going to watch the performances probably on Twitter and then fucking watch the ciphers later. I've been I'm dis- not gonna... disappointed in years past. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> in, in recent years past, I've been disappointed in some of the ciphers. Bro, so. you didn't like Black come out? He killed him? That might have been the only person. That was like the only cool made it seem like he really wanted to be there. Because nobody else showed out. But this nigga came out and he's like, I sing, but y'all know I rap. Snap time. And then snap time, snap, snap time. Ooh, black. I eat though. I eat though. That's all anyone cared about. Like that whole shit was trash. Like I really, really hope that we have some surprises, bro. I know we're not going to get back the magic, but it's like there were so many years of my life spent like 
anticipating this time of the year because I knew I was about to see some crazy shit in these freestyles and these cycles. Yeah. And then it just kind of fell off, man. But I mean, that's just what happens with age. Like, you're always more excited for things as a kid. But then you start to see what can be done and what can't. And you start to look at things a little bit differently because you're judging them more as you grow up. And you get a, you, and in a situation like this, though, you get a standard that somewhat gets kept year after year. And then, like, there was one clear year where it was, like, an obvious fall off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because like, every year it was, like, an Eminem, a yeah. fucking um, Slaughterhouse, a TDE, a Black Thought, exactly. a Most Deaf, Yasin Bey, like, whoever. But it's just, like... So that's what I'm saying. It's, like, you're starting to judge it more because you, you've seen so many years of these things, you know? Mm-hmm. You've lived it. And not just that, you've experienced what inspires these kind of things and just art the rap as a whole and all these others so it's like down the line you just you, there's no way to not become more critical so when you see certain performances like i've seen better or they could have done better but because there's a, a lot of young kids i would be stoked to see i'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie to you like they could have a nice little houston cypher right now with some of the young popping artists obviously led by a meg like they could have a little Carolina cipher, just with both of the Carolinas have fucking Dreamville basically come out. You have the Dreamville, like you have Cole, like mm-hmm. you could have a Dreamville cipher with how they're popping. TDE got one, you know, like all everybody seems to get one. You could have a QC cipher, that'd be so fire. You could definitely have a like QC the cipher. fucking Migos like rapping with each other like on a cipher type shit. The, These niggas QC did cipher would be about a million niggas up on a stage. What? <laughs> that shit would be so hard. You never too. know who's coming up next. I would listen to every bit of it. Mm-hmm. Every bit of it. Only cypher that's gonna and last. And then Cardi minutes. comes out of the ground like Eminem did during the Buster Rhymes fucking performance in the early two thousands. <laughs> like Cardi just starts rap. She's just managed by these niggas. She's like, fuck it, I'm QC. <laughs> like, bro, they QC. can do so many hard ciphers, but instead they got me looking forward to the one R and B nigga that can rap. but you know i am excited for that but we'll see more so as the show is done you did mention something i want to give go ahead and give a shout out to shout out to kennesaw state for hearing the complaints of students for four or five years now and just understanding that we wanted a good fucking uh homecoming show so you know they went ahead and had to show out for the people one time we got meg the stallion coming around big round of applause I don't know about you. I'm definitely trying to see a way to make let all my people lead so we can go to the concert. But I'm definitely going to be there. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm sneaking in there. I'm finding Meg. Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to see, like... I just want to see how it moves in person. You know what I'm saying? I just want to see how it moves in person. What? (laughs) (laughs) But on a side note... I just want to see her do cash shit in person and the baby just fly out like Spider-Man. I think she definitely might have like a random person pop out. I know they usually don't for like college shows like that. This nigga gonna swing out. Especially like a Kennesaw. I'm not... (laughs) You know why these bitches love me? Why? Because baby don't give a fuck. (laughs) I'm definitely not expecting the baby to show up for a Kennesaw concert. But we got a lot of students now, you feel me? A little under 40,000 undergrads. So Fuck I'm it. just hoping if y'all fill up a little stadium, he might show up. But um, we're definitely gonna fill this shit up. What? Of course, Meg they, Stallion. People are coming from other areas, bro. We went to fucking Vanderbilt's yeah. homecoming so we could see the Migos. You think people are gonna SZA. So you think people are gonna come from fucking shouts out? It is the two year anniversary of that. Mm. But you think people are gonna come out of the woodworks to see Meg? Oh, Stallion? I'm sure that people are gonna pop up. I'm just disappointed in our because we had a better turnout last year than I thought we would have. You know, what we had last year for a concert. What? Jesse McCartney. What? In 2019. I don't want it in your face. I don't want just anyone to hold. I don't want your love to go to waste. I want you and your beautiful soul. 
Nah, like that would have set it Damn, off. You know, that really two thousand and six. That would have Justin McCartney still ringing off in twenty nineteen. No, no, that's what I'm here to tell you. He's not. Again, two thousand six. That shit would have been set off. I remember when he had a little Disney Channel appearance. That shit was kind of funny on the Sweet Life. Oh, that shit was funny as hell. I was excited for it too back then. And I was like, oh, that's my dog, Jesse. But no, shouts out to Toronto. But I mean, like, nah, that's my dog, <laughs> Jesse McCartney. But um, Jesse and Toronto don't even watch our. our this we keep throwing this man's for, last right? name. I know. We keep giving this man's whole government. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we gotta get media trained. <laughs> so his last name is spelled uh no, I'm just kidding. No, but um sports wise. <laughs> uh, um before we really do the deep dives into the NFL and the NBA, because I know there's definitely news to talk about on both. Oh, I didn't have much news to talk about on There's either. a little bit. We'll but we'll get into Except that. Except for Teddy the Titan. We, we gotta make our way back to the this God. Because he got slandered for a few podcasts, but we're gonna double back on something. But I do wanna go ahead and give a shout out to our Nigerian brother, Israel Adesanya. Uh, because he just had a title fight yesterday for the uh, middleweight belt. And he's uh, a young fighter that's just been kind of dominating the UFC as like as of late. And he even has the nickname, The Last Style Bender. This man, it just comes around with such a different like aura and like swagger to him when he's fighting. He had a little dance routine that he did like a little half flip in to start it off and knock this dude out. Like imagine that happens to you. No niggas flipping and then knocking me out. <laughs> imagine how Robert Whitaker feels. Nah, but this whole little fight, like even all the cards leading up to it was a uh, nice thing to watch. A lot of knockouts, a lot of excitement, especially in the room watching it because there was a lot of people here because we were, it was when the little kickback was happening. Oh, that's fun. That's yeah. fun for sure. Always having people in wings. Yeah. Except for from Hooters, though. Because y'all don't even get good titties. How did y'all expect them to get good wings? Bro, we're not worried about it. I don't know anybody that really eats at Hooters, Hooters like is that, nasty. Though, like, to be honest. How are they still an establishment? Like, really? They have, like, microwave wings. You want me to be real with you? People. And don't take this as any type of flame. White people's taste buds. Nah, nah. Don't take this as flame. Don't take this as flame. It's niggas like you, bro. It's niggas who are not paying for the OnlyFans. They're using their buddy at Hooters. This nigga said niggas like me, bro. I just got so disrespected. <laughs> I go to I go to food establishments to eat, bro. I can't go for nasty food. Like, are you serious? I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I will rescind the joke. I'm not gonna rescind it. The joke can fly. But at the same time, I'm the type that bro. I haven't been to a strip club. I but live if in I strip did, club city. I would actually eat the wings there. I've gone. I live in strip club city in the heart of Atlanta. I haven't gone to a strip club in like three years, like three or four years, bro. <laughs> like, I'm not that desperate to see naked people in real life. I the worst part like, is, I'm okay. It's like you go to Hooters, like Hooters. You know, people go to Hooters. Girls to look don't at even the girls. be that fine that work at Hooters. Like this nigga, one one person accidentally tricked Drake, and then every one of you girls started using that caption on all of your pictures. I get it, but it's like. Y'all's food is mid. Like, it's mid. They don't even have good honey mustard. I just want the thought How process How do you have a good this? restaurant without good honey mustard? You're telling me Chick-fil-A's honey mustard is good? It is good. No, it's not. It's way better than Hooters. No, I'm being real with you. It's way better. If that's than way better than Hooters. Way better Hooters than is inedible. Hooters. Because Chick-fil-A's honey mustard is trash. McDonald's got some garbage honey mustard, too. Not garbage. Those are fast food restaurants, though. Yeah. This is an establishment. Hooters damn near fast food. These with the food they give you, yes, yeah. nigga, they give you Sam's Club food. <laughs> we're giving you, bullshit. they give you Costco's frozen shit. I feel like my you're biggest qualm is thing. imagine the amount of money and time you're spending to go to Hooters to look at women when you can't even see anybody naked, and you're just racking it up on the tip. Why didn't you just go to like a strip club or something? Exactly. Like I'm never going to pay for a fucking expensive boner. I promise you, that's nuts. I'm not doing that. That's incredible. <laughs> if I go to the strip club and 
it's either the next time I go to a strip club, it's going to be with my girlfriend and it's going to be like a date type. Like, let's go eat the food and like admire some female bodies because she also admires how beautiful the female body is, too. That's it. Because there's no reason to go to those places. And I understand people trying to pay and flex, but it's like, why would I go if I wasn't rich and single? Because those people are fucking. Yeah. But it's like, there's no reason to go for an expensive owner. Support all sex workers, though, for real, for real. But I'm just saying, like, that is me and how I feel about that shit. Like, what? I haven't even, I don't think I've even gone to a Twin Peaks. Have you gone to Twin Peaks? For the amount of time I've lived up here, with one being in prime location, not a single day. Why? Like, why would you? I almost get turned off of going to those places because I know why. what the allure is for people to go on. You know I just I mean? know the time. It's like, do you all think you're going to get me? You think you're about to get my money? I just know the type These of niggas tactics. that are going to walk in there. And I'm cool. But speaking of people walking into places they shouldn't, LaMelo Ball's defender should have decided not to walk into the arena while he was playing. Boo! <laughs> Boo! All right, not every podcast can be a home run, okay? Some of them can be bases. <laughs> we should have chosen one, an area not to walk into this time around. Yeah, but did you see it? Put him on the slip and slide. Yeah, that man was really out here break dancing on the court. That shit was embarrassing. And then Lamelo had the steal for the dunk. Now he's getting his highlights played on the ESPN Snapchat and like Sports Center, all of these things. Like these motherfuckers are losers. You saw how they were talking about this boy 365 days ago when everyone with a brain was like, "You guys are gonna see." No, gonna no the thing is though, I don't judge it. Know why I don't judge it? Because I understand it. Know why? These are old people that have not seen this man ever play. And the thing is, they're clearly going off of like what they hear and things like that from their friends. They're like, "Fuck Lavar." They definitely counted him out. That's why I know because now. Now that they're actually tuned in, seeing how good he is, there's no way they're gonna let. You that saw happen. like you saw yes, how quickly twenty to thirty in the draft switched to first pick, mm-hmm. first to third pick. It switched. It switched to lottery pick in the preseason in the NBL. In the preseason, I, what? I, I really wonder what it was though. I feel like was it the decision to go to play professionally, or was it just like because I mean you're not seeing people show out in like team practice. Leading up. Bro, they watched like three preseason games, and every game his stock went up like seven Mm -hmm. picks. It was legit after like every one of those, right? So, I don't know. They watched it in the Drew League. They were like, oh, this nigga nice. Let's not talk about it yet. Really, I think he, since he dominated the Drew League, and as a 17-year-old took them to the Drew League finals. So, I think after they saw that, they were like, let's wait a little second. Let's Mm -hmm. let's slowly creep him back up. We was hating. We was hating for sure. Because you can't watch what he's doing and... Take away from yeah. that. Bro, he was killing these adults. A lot of these are ex-NBA players or people that have left the NBA or people from other countries overseas that are just getting shot on by it. Yeah, there's no doubt. Like, he definitely has potential and is going to show out. It's just like, what team is he going to land on? No one knows. Maybe not even the Suns because they just picked up a point guard. They'd be dumb not to get another one, though. But um, on a different note... You think at this point we deserve to meet LaMelo? On a different note... Um, I'm not saying we deserve or don't deserve. If I run to, into him, that'll be cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like Overtime Larry. That's the only person that deserves so to So the big him, baller you know? brand's not supposed to sponsor us? We're mm-hmm. not going to get a triple B in our fucking videos? I'm open to all sponsorships. I'm trying to get the... I, in the past, I would have said that without a doubt. But after the fallout, I don't even know. Right, I was, I've been watching fucking um, the reality show with Madalena. Mm-hmm. And like... The last episode was hilarious. I'm not going to lie. Because it was finally, it was after the little fallout, mm-hmm. like the family fallout, when Lonzo finally announced to his dad, I'm going to give y'all one year, G, and then I'm a free agent. 
like on basically like where mm-hmm. he's gonna sign to, bro. This nigga about to get the bag from Nike, bro. He's not going back to Big Baller, bro. Dude, he I, like the he, thing he, is he, though, he might it depend. He off like, the strength of how popular they are, he might. But, no, but he likes playing. But he's also improve yourself point of his career. Yeah, and re- remember seeing the interview where he had to switch shoes yeah. four times again. What I'm trying to say is like. He's definitely for him to get that same type of bag from Nike. Now it has to be like he has to show out. This that's why he's season. giving them a year because he knows he's mm-hmm. what he's about to do for New Orleans. So we if he shows out, it'll definitely have that. Like but, he'll confirm, and like everyone's shooting him the. But fuck Lonzo. Even though I love Lonzo, but what I'm about to say is, dog. After all of this hype and all of this stuff, because Lamelo after Lonzo announced this thing, Jello goes. I'm sticking with the family because LeVar asked him, blah, blah, blah. Bro, who was about to offer Jello? No offense to Jello, bro. But he said, I'm sticking with the family. And now still like, he had other choices. <laughs> I'm sorry. That shit killed me. Jello's going to be the, the uh, surprise pick that becomes like an NBA great, dude. Bro, I hope. I really nah. do hope for his success, though. I'm not really aside. too worried off of that. I'm just saying a whole like, other dude with a similar build, a slightly more hops and um, a little bit taller. Zion's kind of been going nutty with the dunks and the shit <laughs> but anyways but Lamelo, nah. dog Lamelo looked at lavar and he's like i mean i'm just focused that lavar goes so are you sticking with the family Lamelo goes i'm just focused on basketball right now you know what i'm saying like all offers are on the table so i'm just kind of like seeing where it goes i just i'm focused on becoming the number one pick and then my brain I put it through. No, the, I'm not trying to do I, put, that a, I put it through the scanner and I translated it. I'm trying to, to get a bag. Nike. Nike already sent me the text message. <laughs> if you get lottery, we'll offer you this much. And then he saw the dollar signs. <laughs> this man was definitely. Bro, in his you mind. Know, I'm chasing a bag. If, Lamel, if with the hype Lamelo has around him, and now that he is looking like a lottery pick to everyone, do you think Nike, Adidas, and all of them have already tra- started trying to contact his people, like kind of letting them know, like colleges, um scout out and interact with people in eighth grade and ninth grade. <laughs> and these are colleges. Money corporate big business. Nike and Adidas had to have shot him a text years ago. Years ago. They're just updating. They're just sending updates at this point. They've been in talks, you feel me? So now that it's lottery, it's like the stock keeps going up every year. For sure. Bro, if, if he wins the number if he gets the number one pick, we have to have a celebratory pod. I think we've been his biggest supporters besides overtime. <laughs> <laughs> and no one's gonna catch up to that dude though <laughs> no no honest. overtime larry lives in their house now bro i wouldn't be surprised i would not be surprised are you being serious no 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 because no, like no. all jokes aside that's when i have to fact check because i would not be surprised <laughs> that's funny but um yeah I guess on, on a different note though nfl i do want to like uh talk about it because i know the preseason just started off for a lot of nba teams and while it's still fucking preseason you know no one's really going 118 percent trying to like show out and break limbs and what injure themselves they're still giving a little bit of a taste of what's to come and so i saw james harden hit his little hit his move he didn't actually like hit the shot but he tried to hit the little off the one leg to the side fade away bullshit three and it almost went in like yet again, so it's getting closer and closer, and he's whipping out, whipping it out in like uh, game situations. Mm-hmm. Seeing the Lakers um, play against the Warriors, it really started to let something set in. Obviously, we knew the Lakers would be like a great defensive team with a LeBron, AD, JaVale, Avery Bradley, Alex Caruso, and I'm not even throwing Caruso in there for Caruso sure. Caruso is a part him. of their big three. And I'm saying defense, def- no, he's not. Defense-wise, he's not even... He's an afterthought. No, no, no. It's Caruso, LeBron, and AD. I'm dead serious. 
Anyway, those are my favorite three so players. I know it's your favorite. <laughs> it's not a real big three. That's fake. <laughs> How's that fake? Bro, Caruso is not their third best player. Alex Caruso, who's better than Alex Caruso on that team? I'm about to name five diggers. No, you're not. Than. Oh, my. No, you're Kuzma's not. not better than him? No. Kuzma's not better than no. him at all. No. You believe that? Mm-hmm. For real. Bro, I'm throwing JaVale as a bigger piece than that, man. All right, anyway, continue your NBA talk. But that aside, you definitely are starting to get a gauge of the height of that fucking team, and it's terrifying. It's a mismatch at a lot of different locations. <laughs> like, that's about to be a bully team if I've ever seen one. I think they're about to bring back, like, big ball and just stack up, like, height. And I know Philadelphia is kind of going for something similar again because you saw Golden State just size down a little bit with, like, Russell. So... When I'm seeing, like, these lineups coming on, I think Golden State's got, like, their biggest person, 6'9", 6'10". You know they got matchup problems everywhere. That's going to be exciting <laughs> to see, like, play out. Um, I know tomorrow is going to be the first Pels game. Is Steph going to average 40 in a losing season? Is Steph going to average 40 in a losing season? The Golden State won't have a losing season for the next 15 years. That's a little excessive. They won't have a losing season for the next 10 years, realistically. Huh? Golden State. Stop playing with me, bro. Stop playing with me. That's impossible. They got a system at the end of the day. They might not get the championship, but they got a system. You think San Antonio is going to have losing seasons like that over and over? Because, no, it's unfathomable. Because they got a system. All right, continue, big fella. But The Pelicans have a game tomorrow. That one's going to be good to see. I'm actually going to be there, so... Shouts out to seeing how our season's going to progress. And I'm just excited for, you know, everything to kick off as a whole. But... What I know a lot of people... Are dying to hear, of course, in this fall time. It's NFL talks. I know we talked a lot of cash shit about our man's Teddy Bridgewater these past few weeks, which was well deserved because this man was playing like he wanted to be a star. Wanted to keep in mind he wanted to be a starter on his eighth grade football team, but he wasn't. That's what he was playing like. He was playing like he had the drive to make a middle school team at a professional level. I'm not he gonna let you talk down on the god goof as fuck. I'm not. But gonna then let you this talk man came back god. today and decided to play like he deserved this spot, like he deserved to be here. We're talking about Teddy the Titan. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is the best player in the NFL. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's got to prove a little bit more to me. Teddy Bridgewater is the best player currently in the NFL. Teddy Bridgewater, I take back every comment I've ever said about you. Black people can throw the football. Black people can throw the football. And I'm not just saying that because Deshaun Watson scored 50-plus points on the Falcons today and averaged, uh, I think it was over 400 yards. But, 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 fuck that because we're talking about Teddy the Titan. I don't think the NFL has ever seen... They scored 53 on them. The NFL schedule. I don't think we've ever seen something like Teddy the Titan. Someone that came in and and he scared niggas. For a few weeks, he scared niggas. He was like, oh, I'm not even worried about it. My defense said I could rest for a few weeks. Y'all could do whatever. And then he came and just... Pass, 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 pass. Touchdown, 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 touchdown. Michael Thomas, grab, 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 grab. And Drew only has two more games he's missing? Two more? We can lose those next two, baby. We're not going to because we're the Saints. But we can lose those next two, and guess what? We're still in great standings. You know what they did today that gave me chills? What? What'd they do? The 2009 chant in the warm-ups. They were really trying to give this man the confidence to come out and be great. They were like, dude, we've already been great here. You're just a part of it now. And who? guess who finished the 9-10 win again, again, again? 
Who? Drew popped up, baby. Yeah, I knew it. I the, knew it. The God. I'm just saying, it, was, it, it is nice to see, and I hope it continues into later weeks, especially now, if he continues to play like good, it'll give them a, us a little bit more options moving forward. And especially when it comes to like over usage, because like yeah, we don't have to like use Drew for literally everything all the time. And he could rest for the first Falcons game, to be mm-hmm. honest, because that's always a Falcons Saints. Even though the Falcons are asshole, it's like those games are always brutal just because of the rivalry. It's like the one time a year mm-hmm. Matt Ryan decides to be a good quarterback, and so whenever we play each other, it's always a tough game. Mm-hmm. So it's like that might be a little bit of a strain on Drew as his first game back, you know. So if Teddy keeps popping, <laughs> I would honestly. Like, to the point of possibly sacrificing that game, I would still want Teddy to win, of course. But I would let Teddy have majority minutes versus the first Falcons game and then let Drew finish out the season. I would definitely just go ahead and play Drew as soon as possible. <laughs> for the sheer fact. Not like I don't have faith in Oh, water, my goodness. Because that made great. it sound like I don't have faith, which I don't. But I'm gaining it a little bit. It's just the fact that him being out so many games and coming back so much later, you need him to start kind of getting back into the rhythm of it because this was the first game of the season he gets injured off of, you know? So, he, again, there was a whole off season. Now there's missing games in the season. He needs to get into the bag because come playoffs, I promise you, it's not going to be Brit- uh, Teddy up there. You know what I'm saying? For so sure. we got to have like somebody who's se- uh, not just – we know he's seasoned, like he's done time in this league, but we got to have somebody who's um, physically and mentally ready – and has gotten himself there again like every season because it's a battle you come back every season have to do this again you have to kind of get yourself in there and you know get comfortable in things and i so think it's just getting him back into the flow and i know he missed six so that is rest but it's like one thing that scares me is because drew is getting a little older so it's like last season obviously he played every game so that's different maybe it's better now that he's missed these just to play him out but it's like that first playoff game, you could tell Drew was tired. Like, you could tell he was tired come playoff time last season. And, like, they were still winning. He was still doing his Drew thing. But there were moments where I was like, oof, the age is showing. Well, yeah. And so, like, I hope that with enough rest, he'll be able to just close it out. But that's all I have football rise. I didn't really care about anything else. I, I mean, I want to go ahead and get this, say this man's stats real quick before we, like, stray off, though, because I do want to give him a little bit of a shout out. Uh, Teddy threw for. 26 completions on, he threw for 314 yards on 26 completions and had four passing touchdowns. Four, my nigga. Whoever picked him up and played him as a mistake for their fantasy league because you didn't willingly do that after his previous games, you just cashed out. But what were you saying? Oh, I was saying I'm pretty good on sports myself. I'm just because I don't really have much else to say. I mean, this the LSU is 5-0. I mean... I expected that we were going against what, like Utah this week. We're not Tennessee, so that was easy. So it's, I, I didn't know what else was supposed to happen for the rest of the season. I, once again, I'm only worried about Bama because Burrow's still in that MVP talks right now, that Heisman talk. But um, yeah, I'm good on sports now. I don't really have much else. Only to time for some other shit, but you know, I feel like that's probably a good place to end it. Is there any last words? Um, shout out to all of our listeners, whatever platform, etc. Love y'all. Special guest next podcast. You already know what the fuck going on.
Again, thank, thank you, you for the engagement, by the way, because we got some messages and things, and it's like nice a reacting to like our podcast and showing us like how y'all feel about it. Because at the end of the day, while we're talking to each other, we're talking to each other with the under the premise of having listeners and having a community to interact with and engage with. So every any time that y'all take time out of your day to interact with us on things that you've seen in the podcast, it's much appreciated. Even if we get to it a little bit later, because again, we don't always see notifications, we don't always see things that like uh, messages and whatnot. But when we do see them. We try and respond as fast as we can because we genuinely appreciate it. So, for surely. So, love you guys, and we're out. My name is Chuka. My name is Ezigo. And this is the, the Off Space, Space Podcast. Space.